You're listening to the Transformation Station. Tools, tips, and training designed for you to have breakthroughs in your life and to shift the consciousness of the planet. Here's your host, Master Trainer and Spiritual Warrior, Aubrey Haas. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Transformation Station. My name is Aubrey Haas, and I'm really, really excited to be here with you. And thank you for joining me. This is episode one. This has been a long time coming because I've been in the world helping people change their lives and I want to reach out to more people because this is my goal and this is my promise to you is I want to change your life. I'm going to give you tips and tools to change your life on a deep level because I believe that when transformation happens deep inside your mind, when it happens deep inside your heart and deep inside your spirit, you'll begin to heal. And when you heal, you tap into your unending supply of power, of courage, of strength, of love and compassion, and your life will change. And everybody else's life around you will change from the way that you've changed. And my goal is to change the world as it says on the intro, to shift the consciousness of the planet. But we have to do that one person at a time, one thing at a time. And you might be thinking to yourself, well, I don't have anything to heal from. And maybe, maybe not. The interesting thing about life, and we'll be talking a lot about this on this podcast, is that 90% of who we are, 90% of the way we live, the way we interact with the world, our actions and reactions, our responses, come from our subconscious mind. And our subconscious mind stores all those emotions, reactions, traumas, things that have happened to us, the good, the bad, and the ugly for that matter. And only 10% of our life is on the conscious level, which is the conscious mind, meaning that we're walking around and our conscious critical mind is perceiving some things. If we are a hard drive, our conscious mind is perceiving a few bytes of information a second, which isn't very much. But our subconscious mind is processing terabytes of information per second. So that's how powerful our subconscious mind is. So you might not think you have anything to heal from, but we've all been in pain in our lives. Some of you may be in pain right now. Some of you, this might be it. This might be the last thing that you're looking for the last bit of hope for you in your life. And if you're there at that point, I want to encourage you to stay with me and also look for other resources, but get the help because you're really valuable and you deserve to feel good and have a good life. And all of those pain points, all of those things that we store either come out and we know it because it comes out of sadness or depression or anxiety or frustration or fear, or we don't know it and it comes out sideways. So what we respond and we react to in a situation isn't normally what we're actually responding from. So like what's in front of us isn't what we're mad at. We're actually mad because of something that's happened in our past. And so this whole podcast is going to be giving you tips, tools, tricks, transformational ideologies, concepts, uh, things to ponder, things to think about that you can take immediately and put into your life and start seeing positive change because you deserve it. 
And as you look into the world, there's so many people that are in pain. And it might not look to them like they're in pain, but trying to be right about what you want to see in the world. That's a pain point. You might, what? How is that pain? I'll get to that. (laughs) We have many episodes to go into those things. But what you're seeing in the world is people in pain, trying to act out to stay in control. And it comes staying in control by putting other people down or hurting other people. And sometimes we hurt ourselves. And everything in between. Maybe it's just we don't have the relationship that we want romantically. Or maybe we just don't like ourselves that much. Maybe we don't make as much money as we think we can. Maybe we just got, you know, life is okay and I've kind of accepted it. But I've always wanted something more and I don't know how to get it. Um, Those are all things that come from that subconscious pain points. Now, a little bit about me. I've been working in the transformational realm and helping people for over 20 years. Um, When I had my quote-unquote spiritual awakening, which I'm sure I'll talk about during these podcasts, um, I started studying. I just was blessed to have all these great teachers, gurus, shamans, uh, Buddhist monks. I started studying philosophy and theology and human behavior and um, neuroscience and how the mind works. And then later on in life, I got to study with masters of transformation. Um, I got to work in training centers, changing people's lives, large group trainings, the seminar industry. Uh, I've been coaching uh, people, businesses through my company, The Expanded Mind, coaching and training. Um, I started wondering from a young age why people do what they do which took me down this path to really to begin with. But it also led me to the question of why don't people do what they know they need to do? And that took me down the road of the subconscious. And I became a hypnotherapist so I can really dig and find out why we do what we do and how come we don't do the things that we know we could do to make things better in our lives. And what I've come to understand is this. And I want you to pay attention to this sentence. Everything is possible once we fully recognize and comprehend at the deepest level who we truly are. And who we truly are doesn't necessarily look like what it is on the surface or who we say we are in the world or our title or our position or male or female or funny or uh, introverted or extroverted. But who we truly are in the way that we interact with reality And reality isn't what we think it is either. And I'll be talking many, many, many times about that. Because how we process things conventionally as a conventional reality is through our interpretations and our beliefs. However, the way things actually exist are quite different. And when you can start seeing the distinction between the two, you'll start saying, oh, this makes a lot of sense. Now I know why I get angry here. Now I know why I'm sad here. Now I know why I'm stopping myself here. And the more that we can see the distinction between how we think it is and how it really is, and just so you know, ultimate truth is the absence of all of our interpretations and stories that we put on an observation. So it's not something that is like, oh, I'm going to tell you this is what it is. And you go, oh, okay, believe, I'll I'll believe you. Don't believe me. (laughs) Please don't believe me. Do your own internal research. Everything that I talk about 
in, in a perfect world, you would start analyzing and breaking down until it makes sense to you. Because once it makes sense to you, you can incorporate it in your life. Now, I'll say this, Buddha has said this, a lot of different teachers have said this, is just because I'm saying it, don't take it from me, right? It has to make sense to you. However, with that being said, you probably have existing beliefs in place that are going to be different from what I say, okay? And so what I'm going to ask you to do every time you listen to these podcasts, and if you can make this commitment to me and yourself, you'll get so much more out of it, is to simply put your beliefs to the side for a moment. Now, we do this all the time when we go to the movies, okay? If anybody has watched any of the Marvel movies, we realize that none of that actually exists in our lives. None of that actually exists. Thanos doesn't exist, portals, and they might. We just don't know about it yet. But there has been no (laughs) attack from space on New York. We don't have the Avengers or Spider-Man or the Hulk or any of those things. And so if we didn't suspend our belief when we walked into the theater, then we wouldn't be able to enjoy the movie because everything we would see, like, that doesn't exist. That's not real. This is stupid. Why is that? Why are they even doing that? That can't even happen. So we do this a lot when we watch entertainment, when we watch our comedies. Comedies are another thing that, that you look at things and you go, well, that, those situations don't happen. Like it's, it's exaggerated for effect to make you laugh. And while they might be based on real things, they're not extrapolated as such in real life. So I want you to be able to just say, hey, you know what? For however long this podcast is, I'm going to put my beliefs to the side for a moment. And I'm going to listen as if what I'm hearing is a new possibility. And then at the end, if I want to go back to the way that I have it already, I can do that. Does that sound like a good deal? I'm not trying to change your mind, okay? I'm not trying to do anything. I'm going to be giving you trainings and tools and tips. That's what I'm here for. If you choose to incorporate those in your life, I promise you there's going to see you're going to see... Uh, benefits, and better things happening in those areas of your life. But if it doesn't make sense to you, don't do it. But I ask that you at least do analytical, um, take an analytical look at the things that I'm teaching because I promise you it's going to start going against some of the things that you have. You say, this is the way I have it, that life is. And you're right. The way you have it is the way it is because that's the way you have it. So you're right about that. But a whole world of possibilities opens up when we say, am I willing to be wrong about this? Am I willing to be wrong? Because if I have a self-limiting belief that says, well, I'm not smart enough to do this, what would happen if I said, am I willing to be wrong about that belief? Well, if I'm willing to be wrong, then I am smart enough. Or at least I could be smart enough. And would that change the way that I move forward? Well, of course. So, a little bit about me and why I got into transformation, why I'm here to begin with. So, I uh, was born, obviously. I (laughs) I don't think that's something that's in debate at this point. I don't think anybody, hopefully, is going, was was she born? And now you probably just went, wait, she? 
you've got a really deep voice for a girl. And that's true. If you've never heard me speak, if you've never been in any of my trainings, never saw my YouTube videos or anything like that, you'll notice that for uh, this petite, delicate girl that I am, I have a very deep voice. So I'm going to get this out of the way first because a lot of people, uh, especially in live audiences, kind of look and they don't quite know what to say. And they're like, is she or isn't she? Uh, I don't really know. So yeah, it's true. I am German. And I am German. My last name is Haas. Used to be von Haas back in the old days where it was very, very German. And as I was doing some research on my family tree, uh, I also discovered that I'm transgendered. So thanks for that, Ancestry.com. But I am. I am uh, was born biologically male, and I have transitioned to be living full-time as female. I knew this when I was five years old, and unfortunately when I was five years old, I looked around in the world and I saw that nobody was like me. And so I said, well, there must be something wrong with me. And if there's something wrong with me, then nobody's ever going to love me. And I really want love. So I'm going to bury this really, 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 really deep and not tell anyone. And for the next 28 years or so, uh, I was suicidal because of all that pain. And ultimately, to make a short story, uh, actually, it's keeping a long story short. Um, sometimes I do make short stories long. But for this one, my spiritual awakening ultimately came when I said, what if life isn't the way that I think it is? What if there is nothing wrong with me? What if that's just the way that I have it? And my life changed. And all the studies that I've studying that I've done over this, these past 20 plus years, because um, I'm turning 50 this year in 2019, um, has led me down that road of how our minds work, why we process reality the way we do, how the neural pathways connect to things, and how the brain needs to understand, but it doesn't always understand. So it connects dots that, are supposed, that aren't supposed to go together to make you understand. So all of a sudden you're not understanding the truth, you're interpreting in a particular way and you're making it your truth, which was with me, that nobody's gonna accept me or love me and there's something wrong with me. And of course, people love me, <laughs> which is great. And I love myself. And ultimately all of these self-limiting beliefs that you have I'm going to challenge you to start asking yourself them one by one and asking, what if I'm wrong about that? What if that's not the way it is? And I want you to start doing this with all of your beliefs. What if it's not the way I think it is? Because that's where possibility happens. And we're going to talk about the belief structure and how they form because it's going to be the basis of everything that we do on these podcasts. It's going to be everything we talk about, everything comes from our belief system. We do not live outside of our beliefs. I do a, a big talk and seminar about the belief paradox, and the belief paradox is this. Given the opportunity, you will not act outside of your beliefs. Your life is already what it's going to be based on your beliefs. And if you want anything different to occur in your life, you have to act outside your beliefs which is the paradox because given the opportunity, we won't act outside of our beliefs. So that's the belief paradox. Now, 
You might be thinking, oh, no, I can easily do that. No, you don't. If you think that violence against people is wrong, how many times have you been violent with somebody lately? Zero. Because that belief drives you. And this is what you see in the world. All that's happening with the conversations that are happening in the world are, are people's beliefs butting up against other people's beliefs. And neither one of them wanting to give up that their beliefs are wrong. Because that's one of the hardest things to do is to go, wow, this thing that I believed in for my entire life was wrong. Or this, this belief that I had hurt people. Or I hurt people. We don't want to do that. So we'll find ways to reinforce this belief. What I'm trying to do with everything I do in the world, whether it's through seminars or keynotes or coaching or training or this podcast, is I want to just open up new possibilities in people's lives. I want to invite people in to have a new conversation, not taking away anything from where you are. Because I understand on a deep level that for me to be accepted, I get to accept everybody else where they are. Because who would I be if I tried to accept, if I asked for acceptance but didn't give it back? That's hypocrisy. And there's some people in different communities that don't agree with that. No, they have to accept us. No, no, they don't. Nobody has to accept anything. And even if I was, you know, this, this whatever, you know, this idea of a normal person, people wouldn't have to accept me. So why would I say you have to accept me like this? And it puts me at odds against somebody. Now I'm standing against somebody when actually I want to have them as my ally. How can I have them as my ally if I'm standing against them? You're wrong. I'm right. So this whole thing for me is to meet people where they're at because everybody is right the way they have it. Nobody's out there in the world working in the wrong way knowing, well, I'm doing this wrong, I'm doing that wrong, I'm doing this wrong, and I'm doing it on purpose. Nobody lives outside their beliefs like that. What I want to do is just invite people into a conversation, and that's it. To open up a new possibility that maybe didn't exist beforehand. And then if that possibility is there, if they can see it, invite them to step into it. And that's how we change the world. And that's how we change your life. So as I'm asking you to suspend your beliefs, what I'm asking you is to just look at the possibility of a possibility. Because there's things that we know, and we know we know them, right? I know how to speak English. I know I know how to speak English. There's things we know, and we know we don't know them. I know nuclear physics exists, and I know that I don't know that. I know I don't know how to do it, right? So I know it exists, but I certainly don't know how to do it or... You know, if you give me an equation, it's not going to happen. Um, but then there's this whole other realm, which is we do, what we don't know, and we don't even know we don't know it. So ultimately, for most of you, before you found this podcast, you didn't know me. And you didn't even know you didn't know me. You weren't walking around going, you know what? I just realized that I don't know who Aubrey Haas is. And I didn't even know I didn't know that. Like, it never occurred to you because it didn't arise in your consciousness. But that's where all the possibilities exist. So, just to give you an idea, there's a million ways to make a million dollars. And you might say, well, I can't do that with my job because my job only pays me $14 an hour. Okay, are you open to a new possibility? 
Well, I don't know how to do anything else. Okay. Are you open to a new possibility? Because if there's a million ways to make a million dollars and those are the only two things you're coming up with, then we get to dig into the idea of what you don't know and you don't even know that you don't know. Because that's where the magic happens. That's where the trainers set, the masters, the teachers, the sages. That's where wisdom happens. That's where invention happens. Every single invention that's ever been made at one point was what I don't know and I don't even know I don't know it. But somebody said, what if? And then created it from nothing. So the life you want, the relationship you want, the money that you want, the job you want, the health you want, everything that you want can be created from nothing. Only if you're open to the possibility. And only if you're willing to put your beliefs to the side to hear that there might be another possibility. So let's take a look at how beliefs form. Because again, it's the basis for everything that we're going to be doing. We're going to talk a lot about how the mind works and how you work, how you naturally take action, uh, the psychology of it. But it all goes based on this. At some particular point in time, there was an event. And it was the first time that this event ever happened whatever it is, okay? And from that event, when you experienced the event, there was a lot of information that that event gave you. There's a lot of information that it gave you. And eventually, you started creating ideas about that information. And you started sorting through ideas of that information. And then one particular idea or maybe one or two similar ideas, you settled on those and you said, this is what I believe it to be. And then you set in stone in your mind those ideas and they became beliefs. Okay? A belief is just an idea that you set in stone in your own mind. However, once you did that, once you did that, another event in your life will happen. You'll start... Uh, you start looking through the lens of your belief because you've already had an experience like this. And out of the perceptions that you're looking at, your own interpretation and your perception of the event, okay, you start judging it. You start judging that information that comes from that event. And you judge it based on your beliefs. And what happens is we skip the idea part altogether. There's an event, there's information, we perceive the information through our existing beliefs and judge it based on this, our existing beliefs, and it reinforces our belief. That's the circle. We will always search out the evidence to reinforce our beliefs because we don't want to be wrong. Our ego does not want to be wrong. People do not seek out ways for them to be wrong. In fact, people seek out ways to be right. And in neuroscience, there's something that where, where if you start getting facts that prove your belief is wrong, it actually reinforces your belief. And the more facts that you get, this becomes the overkill effect, the more facts that you give, and maybe you've seen this, let's say, on social media or Facebook or in the news, right? The more facts that you, give, that you get that shows that you're wrong about your belief, the more it reinforces your belief and the more outlandish your excuses and information and words are to make sure that your belief is right. 
It's crazy. But this is the power of our belief structure. And that's why I'm saying if you want anything to change in your life, you have to be open to saying, maybe the way I have it isn't the way it is. Do you know that once you make somebody something, they will always be that? If you say, oh, Tim's a jerk. Tim will always be a jerk. And then you see Tim doing really nice things for somebody, and you're like, you know what? Tim's such a jerk, he's manipulating that person. Because that's what Tim would do, because he's a jerk. If somebody accidentally swerves into your lane because you were in their blind spot, and you say, oh, what a crappy driver, you can follow them for 100 miles and pick apart every reason why they're a crappy driver, even if they're not doing anything else wrong. Even if they're driving purposely and um, purposefully, I hope they're driving purposely. Even if they're driving perfectly, you'll find things wrong with it because you've made them something. You've made them a bad driver. This is how our beliefs work. You have it about people. You have it about uh, religions. You have it about um, politics. You have it about uh, phenomenon in the world. You have it about food. You have it about uh, colors, shapes, sizes. You have it about clothing. You have all these discriminations. And we're going to talk about how to break these down over periods of time. But I, right now, I just want you to be aware that all of those things are there. And you're constantly judging through your beliefs. You judge constantly. And there might be somebody that go, no, not me. I don't judge. Sure you do. Absolutely you do. We all do. It's what we do after that moment that that it really describes who we are. Because if you see a shirt that just goes, it is just totally disagreeable and ugly to you, and you see somebody wearing it, you look at the shirt like, oh, that's an ugly shirt. That's a judgment. So if you want to, and they go, no, that's my opinion, right? Because that's, that's the big one. Oh, no, that's just my opinion. Tim's a jerk, but that's just my opinion. No, that's a judgment. And here's how to tell how What's an opinion, an opinion and what's judgment? So, an opinion looks inward. Well, I personally wouldn't wear that shirt. Or, uh, you know, that, that shirt isn't something that I would buy because I don't like the colors on it. That's an opinion. A judgment is that shirt is ugly. Right? That shirt is something. If you think about how we cast judgment in the court of law, right? You are guilty. We, we pass judgment and it becomes something. So opinion looks inward, judgment lashes out. Okay? So when you start looking at all of your opinions that you have about people, about things, about ideas, about whatever, realize that almost all of those are judgments. And that's the human condition. And we don't know the difference between it until you consciously choose to look at it. And so hopefully, one of the reasons that you're here and listening to this podcast, and will continue hopefully to listen to the podcast, is because you realize that you're making a conscious choice to be a better person, to live a better life, to feel more joy, to feel more happiness, and also to create more joy and happiness in the world. Because who wants to feel angry? It's a yucky feeling. It sucks. Who wants to feel anxious? Who wants to feel sad? 
Those feelings don't feel good. And if there's a way that you could suspend your beliefs and learn something new that will create more joy in your life, is that something that you might be willing to do? And if there's a way that your peace won't be disturbed by external phenomenon, no matter what's going on around you, do you think that that might be something you'd want to learn how to do? And if there's ways that you could have the life you want and be the person you've always wanted to be just by getting some new tools, would you be willing to suspend your belief for a few minutes to listen to that possibility? And if you answered no to any of those questions, you're probably not at the right place with the podcast. Probably not. But I invite you to stay because maybe, just maybe, I'll open you up to a new possibility. So we're going to be talking a lot about beliefs, a lot about reality, a lot about how we interact with reality. And we're going to talk a lot about not only just the biological and neurological and emotional and mental reactions, but also the spiritual. And I want to make this really clear. Not religion, but spiritual, right? Not religion, all right? I was baptized in a Roman Catholic church, which basically ruined me for religion for the rest of my life because no matter what I did, I was going to hell. Um, However, interestingly enough, part of that was the reasons that I studied theology in in so much detail and started studying other religions as well. But this isn't about religion. Spirit is self. Spirit is your soul. Spirit is the place between your heart and your brain, okay? And when we fulfill our spirit, when our spirit feels fulfilled, that's when we can create joy. When our soul feels fulfilled, that's how we can create joy in our life. So we're going to be talking about those things, but not like in the spiritual woo-woo, like, oh, I only look at the good in life. Well, then you know what? You're not being really productive, and that's called denial because there's bad in the world. And if you're just turning your back from it, that's not creating peace. Peace is not an absence of war. Peace is a feeling that you create even when there's war all around you. And isn't that a more powerful place to be? Because there's things in this world that need attention. And a spiritual, quote-unquote, spiritual person who's like, no, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to look at that baby starving down the street. I'm not going to get myself involved because my next-door neighbor is beating his wife. Right? When we turn our back from that, we turn our back on people and humanity. And we make things worse when we can make a difference. We can feed that child. We can call the police and be an intervention. We can help people. And this world needs our help. It's one of the biggest reasons I'm doing all this. Yes, I want you to have a great life, but I want your kids to have a world to exist in. And I don't know how guaranteed that is anymore. I want a planet that that thrives. I want people and society and and civilizations to thrive in happiness and community and generosity, not in lack and fear and violence. And those things are there. And when we really get connected to our spirit, ourselves, and when we make that change on a deep level, then change starts to happen in the world. And that's what this is all about.
the transformation station. Come here. Let's transform your life. Let's transform your relationships. Let's transform your confidence. Let's transform uh, your personal power. Let's transform the world. Let's transform uh, a whatever landscape, right? A socioeconomic landscape. Let's change and transform into something that wasn't there before we started doing something about it. I often think about the legacy that I'm going to leave on the planet after I'm gone. Is that something you've ever thought about? Yes, I understand that personal development, everybody starts with personal. I needed to change myself first. I needed to get past that suicidal person that was always sad and upset and hurt because I was a victim to my own gender uh, disorder, right? My gender identity disorder. You know, it's really not a disorder, but that's a different story. And suddenly, I, when I shifted out of that, I obviously had to change myself first. But now I can focus on changing your life. And then the more lives I change help change other people's lives. And they told two friends, and so on, and so on, and so on. If anybody is old enough to remember that commercial. So, we're going to be talking a lot about that in next episodes. I really just want this one to be a welcome so you understand what's coming. And you can share this with your friends and say, oh my gosh, I found this new podcast. You got to listen to it. This person is going to change your lives. And hopefully you're starting to see that that's a possibility if you let it be one. Because I will change your life. I make you that promise. I will change your life if you let me. I can't do it by myself. There's nothing that I will say that will magically change your life if you don't put it into action. There's nothing that I will be able to give you. I can give you a hammer and a nail and show you how to use it. However, if you decide to put the hammer down and not put the nail on the wall, you won't be able to hang your picture, will you? Tools are only as good as you use them. And I'm going to give you tons and tons of tips and tools. We're going to go over huge concepts and I'm going to explain them fun, hopefully fun and reasonable so you can understand and start making that in your life now. And if you really want to do something awesome right now, what I would do is I would take out a piece of paper because I'm going to be wrapping this up here. I'm going to take out a piece of paper, write down and allow yourself to dream. Write down what your, your dream life would be. And don't say things like more money. How much more money? If I gave you a penny, that's more money. Is that what you're looking for? How much money? What would you be doing? Where would you be living? What kind of house is it? How many bedrooms is it? What's the landscaping like? What kind of food do you eat? What's your day like when you get up? What do you do? Where do you go? What do you do for work? If you could do anything. Your dream life. Are you with somebody? Are you not with somebody? Do you have pets? Do you not have pets? Do you travel? If so, how much and to where? Do you fly first class or economy or in a private jet? Like start thinking about your dream life. And you know, everybody's dream life is different. Mine, my dream life is not extravagant. I, I like experiences more than things. But make it whatever you want. And then when you say that's, that's it, on a scale of 1 to 10, that's my 10 life. I want you to start sketching out where your life is right now. 
And C, in those areas of house, living, health, money, relationships, personal power, confidence, things like that, you can do it for each area on a scale of 1 to 10, where it is, 10 being, yeah, it's, it's perfect in, in every way, and 1 being like, no, it's awful. And then overall, where is your life on that scale of 1 to 10 compared to where you want it to be, compared to that dream life? Because you deserve the dream, and you can get it. We just got to get through some things that are blocking you. Everything I do in my coaching and training programs, everything I do comes from going into the mind, finding out where those self-created obstacles are, what beliefs are in your way, how do you respond to them, what, where, how is your brain connecting the dots that keeps you in this place? And then, how do we rewire that, open that up, move you forward, give you something to go beyond that for the new possibility to exist and create in your life? And you might be saying, you know what, I've tried all this stuff before. Yeah, maybe. And I'm asking you to just try this because if you stick with me, I promise you your life will change. I promise you. Okay, but you got to stick with me and you got to take a chance and do some of these things and start putting them into practice. The other thing you might want to do, which will support everything else that comes after that, is what are some of your real firm beliefs? Beliefs that you might say, "Um, yeah, so this is my belief and nothing's going to change my mind about that. And we have those. And then I want you to see, does that belief hurt you or anybody else in any way? Does it limit you in any way from other possibilities showing up in your life? And they may or they may not. But here's one thing. If you've gotten in an argument on Facebook about it, you've hurt somebody else. So that's a belief that you can say, well, that belief hurt somebody else. Not necessarily the belief, but your desire to reinforce it and put it on somebody else did. So start looking at that. And The biggest ones to look at are your self-limiting beliefs. All the ones that you have about yourself, and I'm going to tell you right now, none of them are true. And if somebody gave you those conversations from the bottom of my heart, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you felt that pain. I'm sorry that somebody gave you that belief about yourself. And I'm sorry that it exists inside you. But we're going to make it better because you are much greater than you've been led to believe The possibilities are endless for you. And you deserve all the best things this life has to offer. And if you're willing to get them, then come along on the ride with me and see what happens. So that's it for me, guys. Please subscribe to the channel wherever, or the the podcast wherever it is you're downloading it from. Please share this with your friends. The more people that need and hear this information, the better chance that we have of shifting the world into a place that we feel good about living in again, into a place that we feel peaceful, into a place that's filled with uh, love and peace rather than violence and people standing in at war with each other all the time. So please do that for me. Until next time, I'm Aubrey Haas. Be good to yourself and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to The Transformation Station with Aubrey Haas. Don't forget to subscribe and download any episodes you may have missed.